It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. This is episode 200 of The Lesbian Romantic. Can you believe it? I am super excited to reach this milestone today, and I could not have done it without the help of Muriel, my wife, Merci, Stripke, ik zie u graag. And the support of fellow romantics around the world. Let me give you all a big thank you hug at the end of the show. Oh, I'm recording this in the middle of the night because of the construction works, so I gotta keep quiet, you know, can't wake up, Muriel. Let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 13, No Doorbell. Raven stretched her fingers, wincing. The bag with food wasn't that heavy, but she held onto it tightly as they were walking. She was on her way to Natalie's house again, and it felt like a big deal. Natalie had surprised her with the proposal to have dinner at her place. Raven hadn't been sure what to think of it at first. She had been annoyed because she really did want to buy Natalie a proper dinner at a restaurant. Plus, Raven was sure Natalie had purposefully waited to reveal her plan until they were well on their way. That was probably smart, Raven had to admit. She most likely would have declined the offer if Natalie had brought it up at the office. The outdoor air and relaxed vibe of the city had loosened her up, though. By the time they had reached the store, Raven was feeling the way she only felt around Natalie. A sense of being exactly where she needed to be. And so, Raven had decided to go along with Natalie's scheme. In all honesty, she was thrilled to be invited back to Natalie's place. She didn't think any restaurant could beat that. She expected they would eat in Natalie's small, cozy garden. It would be comfortable and safe. They could relax and not worry about their masks. There also would be no waiters interrupting conversations. If there would be a conversation again, that is. Ever since they had left the tiny grocery store in the city center, Natalie had suddenly been unusually quiet. Raven didn't know what had changed because she had been super chatty just before. It had been about 20 minutes now, and Raven thought she recognized the street they had just turned into. They were almost at Natalie's house. 
Her heart rate picked up even more. A drop of sweat rolled down her temple. The skin under her mask was damp and itchy. She lifted her shoulder and rubbed her cheek on it, but that didn't help much. Annoyed, Raven took off the mask for a second and scratched. We can take those off here, Natalie said. Sorry, should have told you sooner. Raven sighed in relief. Thank God. Yeah, these things are even more awful when it's hot. Natalie replied, wiping her face. Torture, Raven said, grimacing. Can we sit outside so we don't have to wear them for a while? Yes, please, Natalie chuckled. I don't think I can take another minute with that damn thing on my face. Raven nodded emphatically. You're stuck with me until this mask is dry. I didn't bring a spare. I don't mind, Natalie said. Stay as long as you want. Thanks, Raven replied shyly, unsure what else to say. Do you want me to carry the food? Natalie asked, pointing at the bag in Raven's hand. No, it's not that far anymore anyway, Raven replied. Natalie's lips curved up. You remembered where I live? Raven blushed a bit. Not really. I just recognized this particular street. Natalie chuckled. <laughs> okay. Raven had missed seeing Natalie's face. This was the first time today that she could take in Natalie's rosy cheeks and playful lips. What? Natalie asked, slowing down. Raven realized she was staring and quickly looked away. <clears throat> Nothing, she said, clearing her throat. Are you sure you're okay with going to my place? Natalie said slowly. Because if you're not, then we can just... No, it's fine, Raven replied before Natalie could finish her sentence. I know I kind of sprung this on you, Natalie said. It might be kind of creepy now that I think about it. <laughs> Raven laughed. Why? <laughs> you have plans I should know about? No, of course not. Natalie instantly responded, her cheeks turning a bright red. Okay, now I'm curious what flashed through your mind, Raven teased. Natalie narrowed her eyes. Nothing special, she said, sticking her tongue out just a little. I only wanted to make sure that you were coming home with me voluntarily. Raven felt something stir in the pit of her stomach. It was a nice, warm feeling. That I am. She continued the flirting. Natalie pulled out her keys. Does anyone know where you are, though? You know, a tourist in a faraway country? Raven laughed again. Yes, my sister can check where I am on the Find My app. Really? Natalie replied in a surprised tone. Yeah, Raven said. I'm serious. I can check her location as well. Natalie was quiet for a moment. She finally said, You must get along with your sister much better than I get along with my brother. Raven didn't miss how sad Natalie suddenly sounded. She glanced over and saw that Natalie's brown eyes were fixed on the ground. There apparently was a lot going on between Natalie and her brother, and Raven instantly wanted to know all about it. She didn't want to push, so she started with, How old is your brother? Two years my senior, Natalie replied with a wry smile. That's not a big age difference, Raven replied. My sis and I are almost three years apart. Natalie nodded. 
I guess it's not the age difference that's the problem. We're just very different. Sometimes I wonder if you are even related. Why is that? Raven prodded. Gosh, <sighs> I wouldn't even know where to start, Natalie sighed, pointing at the rickety fence of her house. Let's not ruin our dinner by talking about my parents, though. Raven tilted her head. They hadn't been talking about Natalie's parents. She guessed there was much more to this family tale than two siblings not getting along. Natalie smiled at her before opening the gate. It was a forced smile. Raven could tell. She smiled back nevertheless and followed Natalie to the front door. Reluctantly, she put back on the damp mask before going inside. Someone is having a party? Raven asked, putting her bag down on the garden chair. <sighs> Shit. Natalie sighed, her brow furrowed in annoyance. It's the neighbor a few houses away. Raven's lips parted as she listened. It was hard to believe all that noise came from several houses away. The music and laughter were really loud. She tugged at the elastic band of her mask and threw it on top of her bag. She's been partying almost non-stop since the weather got better, Natalie said. Day and night, lockdown or no lockdown. Raven looked around the garden. It was just as she had pictured it would be in the late afternoon. The sun flooded most of the small space, except for one corner hidden in the shadow. If not for the annoying music, it was perfect. How long does the party usually last? Raven asked, still hopeful they could sit outside. Natalie blew out a frustrated breath. She'll probably keep going until late into the night. Have you ever asked her to be quiet? Raven asked, frowning up at the sky. That's the thing, Natalie said. She doesn't have a doorbell. What? Raven said, taken aback. How about a mailbox? She has a mailbox, Natalie snorted. I left her a note asking to be more respectful. She's quiet for a while after that, but then she just starts over again. Raven shook her head. Have you tried calling the police? <sighs> I have. Natalie sighed. Same effect. She's quiet for a week or two and then just starts partying again. That's ridiculous, Raven replied, annoyed. Tell me about it, Natalie nodded. I guess we either go inside or try to go with the flow of this music. Inside, please, Raven said dryly. Natalie laughed. Hate it that much? Raven picked up her bag again. Enough to miss out on this sunshine, yeah. What about COVID? You feel comfortable being indoors together? We'll have to take off our masks to eat, Natalie said. Raven stopped dead in her tracks. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I didn't want to presume you were okay with that. I am, I think, Natalie replied. I rarely have close contact apart from Kim, my best friend. You should be safe around me. Thank you, Raven said softly. Touched by the fact that Natalie was worried about Raven's well-being rather than her own. I might be more of a risk to you after being on that plane. Natalie grinned. It might be worth the risk. Might be. <laughs> Raven chuckled, adjusting her grip on the bag. Yeah, we'll see how you behave. Natalie said, her voice a little lower.
Raven's skin prickled. They were definitely back to the flirty banter of the weekend, and she didn't mind at all. There was no more reason for her to hold back, was there? I always behave, she replied, gesturing for Natalie to go inside first. You do? Natalie asked, eyebrows high. Raven laughed and nodded at the door. With a smile from ear to ear, Natalie walked inside. Raven followed her into the small kitchen. I'll get this preheated, Natalie said as she turned on the oven under the stovetop. Thanks, Raven replied, looking around the kitchen and wondering where they'd sit. Maybe at the counter? She didn't see any bar stools. Table is in the living room, Natalie said as if she had read Raven's mind. Oh, okay, Raven replied and turned toward the living room. Hey, Natalie said, would you mind if I took a quick shower? I feel awful after being stuck in that meeting room for hours. Of course not, Raven said and eyed the couch. It looked comfortable enough. I'm feeling a little sticky myself, she added without thinking. She regretted it as soon as she had said it. Natalie covered her mouth. Sure, of course you do. You were stuck in that sauna too. Raven waved dismissively. It's not that bad. You go freshen up. Just show me where the wine is first. Natalie pursed her lips and thought. Or I could show you where the towels are instead. What? Raven asked, unsure what Natalie meant. If you want, you can shower. I can even give you something comfortable to wear. Natalie continued, pointing at the stairs. No, no, no. Raven said, even though a shower sounded just about perfect right now. The fabric of her pants had been rubbing her skin the wrong way for the whole walk. Are you sure? Natalie asked. We're not in a restaurant. Why not get super comfortable? Raven fidgeted with her pearl earring while she thought. She knew that she would be able to relax a lot more if she could freshen up before dinner. And it's not like she and Natalie were still bound to professional boundaries. Okay, she finally said, but I'm going to need an extra towel to wrap my hair in. Natalie grinned. You can have ten if you want. Follow me. This was part 13 of Worth the Risk. Okay, it is totally thank you hook time. Are you ready? Here we go. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Carly. Merci, Elle. And thank you, Kat. Thank you so much, Patrick. And thank you, Sven. Big hug to you, Carla, Valerie, um, Kat, Deidre, and Sharon. Thank you so much, Melissa, Miranda, Lacey, Bree, Matthias, Emily, The Dash, and Ariana. And thank you, Mary, Michaela, Charlotte, Marie-Hélène, Patricia, Ashley, and Annie. Thank you, Casey, Macy, Amber, and Delisa. Thank you, Thea, Natalie, and Ari. Y'all should see me sitting here in the dark with my eyes closed and kind of like, I mean, people in the air. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Thank you. And finally, a special thank you to Malika. Your encouragement and feedback on the scripts of Worth the Risk have helped shape the story. And your friendship has made me a better person. You really are. I'm going to say it. Top tier. All right. That is all for this episode. I still can't believe it. 
200. Thank you for spending time with me, and I will see you soon for episode 201.